you know, throwback to the first episode, bro. Like the question was like, would you want to be famous? And my birthday just passed and it was like I got people like hitting me up like that I met and have supported the podcast, but they know me through the podcast, right? <clears throat> and then there's people like who I'm close to that they didn't even fucking hit me up. And it's like it's weird. It made me realize, like, yes, I appreciate everybody that supports this, but you only, su- you only like, you only know me and reached out to me because I do this, mm-hmm. right? You don't know me as a person. You don't know me on a personal level. Facts. It's like, bro, like that love, like that a famous person receives. Everybody, I, mm-hmm. not to say that I'm famous, right? You see but the spurts. I'm close. At like. I'm more well-known for what I do than I am as a person at this point. I realized, I'm like, damn, all that love that all these artists get, all these celebrities get, that shit's all fake. Like, to them, like, I don't know. For me, it's like, oh, well, like, okay, it's another person that, like, knows who I am. So, like, to them, I don't know if that shit matters to them, but to them, it could literally mean the same exact shit. Like, damn, I got a million people fucking hitting me up saying they love me, but what about the five fucking people that didn't hit me up that I fucking talk to every single day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Sad Boy Radio, and we got a special edition today. That's why we got the special bottle out today. Yes, sir. It's the one year, and today we got a really special guest. Uh, I really appreciate him because he's always supporting. He always reaches out to me, and, bro, like, there's a lot of shit that goes on behind the scenes, you know, without him. Uh, we wouldn't have had Drip. We wouldn't have had Narcolix, uh, Mia Alva. So, yeah, let's go ahead and give him a proper interview because the first video got fucked up. Go ahead and introduce yourself. You know what the fuck it is. Nico Supremo, uh, repping Pilsen, Slackers. Appreciate being here. Uh, like I told Matt when I, when I came here the first time, like I just appreciate his energy, like his passion for what you're doing. And I just appreciate people that are as passionate about whatever they're doing, like, as I am with music. So just appreciate you doing your shit, bro. And then one year, I told him, like, one year is, like, a, to me, is, like, a big accomplishment. Because most motherfuckers won't. Either they'll get tired of doing it or they'll quit before they even reach that one year. Because then motherfuckers think you do one year and this shit's going to blow up. Like, nah, like, you got to. But you, like, you know, like, you got to learn stuff. That first year is a lot of bumping your head. Okay, this works. Oh, I fucked up here. Let me try this. Like you just you gotta you gotta go through that first year to now. Okay, now you you're able to approach that next year. Okay, now I know. Let me do this. Let me do that. And like I've seen it with like how you're doing stuff. So no, yeah, bro. Yeah, I appreciate that, bro. Yeah, it's been a man. It's been a crazy year. <laughs> I mean, I literally interviewed myself for my one year. So, but the reason <laughs> I want yeah the reason I wanted to do a one year today um because this is the real video. The one year video of me interviewing myself was legit. Like. It was supposed to be a joke. It was supposed to be a comedic skit for, like, the reels and shit. And somehow I got, like, I was spitting gems to myself. So I was like, <laughs> fuck. I was like, I guess I got to put this out on YouTube, yeah, you know? Man. Before we get into it, guys, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And, yeah, man, we got a lot coming. Never satisfied. That's the fucking, that's the title. But let's go ahead and pour up a drink real quick. <laughs> fucking sponsor me, bitch. <laughs> This shit's too expensive. They're lucky it represents something today. 
one year. So the reason I bought the bottle, bro, I mean, it's an expensive ass bottle, right? <laughs> like, no doubt about it, it's an expensive ass bottle. But uh, my birthday, one, two, one year, bro, like, that shit represents more to me than a lot of people realize. Like, well, like I was telling you through text, bro, you know, one year is not just one year of fucking work, right? It's one year of fucking learning like you said one year of fucking all those struggles like those late nights where i legit said like i could not go out like i had to stay in and edit um bro you you put your foot on the gas and you only focus on this shit um and shout out to vic bro shout out to blue door studios because literally bro without uh blue door studios uh sad boy radio wouldn't exist it wouldn't be a thing uh we went from fucking one camera and a ring light to two led panels Three cameras at one point, two cameras right now, and a bunch of floodlights. It's so much more than just fucking what it is, you know? So let's go ahead. Cheers to one year. Thank you for coming on, bro. Second time. Salud. Cheers, Vic. Nah, don't get it in the camera. Cheers, Vic. Shit, this is going to hurt. Fuck. Go ahead and actually introduce yourself, right? Go ahead and let the crowd know who you are. Like I said, I'm Nico's Primo. Uh, I've been doing music for about four years now. I originally left Loyola University like 2017, 2018, like after my freshman year, uh, off of a feeling, just off of being like, I was bullshitting through classes, low-key, like, shout out Jones College Prep for teaching me how to cheat, because I just <laughs> I took everything I learned there and <laughs> just started like bullshitting like my freshman year, getting like A's and B's. And then I got to, like, the end of my freshman year. I worked at, like, an office, basically, where, like, if you got in trouble, you would go to. And the lady I worked for, she's a cool-ass lady, but she was, like, we're watching all the kids graduate in the summer, and she's like, that's going to be you in four years. And, like, that whole year, I'd be, in, I'd be in class, like, writing down, like, shirt designs or just, like, thinking about music. But obviously, like, I had no idea what, like, how to record, what a studio was like. I'd never, like, written anything. I, like, dabbled in rapping a little bit in high school, just, like, fucking around. But I never, like, actually thought, like, let me just go for it. Because, again, I think also it's, like, as a Latino, like, being my parents being, my dad, like, coming to the United States, my mom being here, but, like, her family being from Mexico, like, I feel like the ideal dream is, like, go to college, get a job, whatever. So, like... (laughs) When I came to my OG, like, hey, basically I came to her and I was like, give me a year. Give me a year to just, like, see what, like, get this out of, in her head, I was like, let me get it out of my system. Let me see where it goes. And, like, whatever happens, happens. And, like, luckily, my OG being as cool as she is, she let me go about it. Like, let me try it out. We went to fucking Music Garage, started buying equipment. While I was there, I met another guy. He was working there. He told me about a studio space he had. He got shut down because of ComEd. After that, um, yeah, no, comment. So comment came in looking for the old business that was there. When they walked in, they were like, "What are y'all doing?" Because they were like building and recording. So they had like whatever shit they were building or whatever. And comment was like, "Yo, y'all can't do both at the same time." So they shut them down. I was a big fan of Smino from my homies that I went to college with that were from St. Louis, and they were big like Smino fans. Smino records at Classic Studios on the West Side. I ended up going on their website just on like. How do I book a session? They got like a whole thing to do it. Shout out Classics for like making it easy as fuck to book a session. I wanted to book Smino's uh, engineer. His name's Elton. Super far. But like in my head, I was like, 
he's he was on the come up at that time. Like obviously he's got a lot of people he works with. He's probably like as I as following him, I notice he's out of the city a lot. So I'm like at that time I'm like I want to work a lot. Like I want to like work on my craft do a lot. So I ended up working with my homie Cole Krugel. We've been working literally to this fucking day, like working with him. So like I even told him like the sessions with him were the first time. Like I used to leave the studio and be like. It was progress, but I always would leave and be like, damn, bro, like, I, w- I was on the fence a lot. I was like, damn, I kind of like it, but I'm also just like, I was just trying to grow, like, my confidence in what I was doing. And after the first session with him was the first time I left, and I was like, damn, like, this shit is hard. Like, it was the first time I was actually, like, somewhat satisfied. Like, obviously, you're not all- never, like, 100% satisfied, but it was the never first time Never satisfied, I bro. Oh, That's the fucking title. <laughs> and we're going to get into why yeah. you're never fucking satisfied. Yeah. But go ahead and finish your story Yeah, it was just... It was, like, the first time I left, and I wasn't, like, as much as it sounds fucked up, like, I wasn't, like, disgusting with <laughs> what I was doing. Because I would leave, and I'd be, like, I'm, all, I mean, you, you know, you're, you're your worst critic. So I used to leave and be, like, damn, bro, like, eh. like I I just listen to it and be, like, ah, this isn't it. Like, I wish I could did this, that I need. Like, you just go back and, like, want to redo shit. And it was the first session. I was, like, damn, okay, like, I could do this. It was, like, just a building block of confidence. So then, like I said, it just, since then, it's just been, like, chopping away at shit. Like I said, like, hitting my first year doing music was just like 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 what you said it was just when you do that first year you're kind of like it like hitting my first year was it 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 allowed me to look back at everything like i hadn't taken a, a t- the time to really like look because i i'm really bad with like tunnel vision i just be like i'm just going 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 like sometimes i struggle with like trying to like appreciate that moment so like hitting the one year the first like my first year doing music was the first time i was like damn like look at all the shit that i've done so far and it kind of gave me a little bit of, like, perspective of being, like, you know, always strive for what you want to do more, but also appreciate, like, you know, the little things you've done. Like, because this, you know, it's not, like, it's not, like, there's a lot of motherfuckers that say they want to do this, that will do it for a couple months. It doesn't blow up. It doesn't, they don't get a million views on the third video, and now they're like, I don't want to do it anymore. Like, this ain't for me. But, like, me being, like, a music nerd, I like to just listen to, like, interviews, listen to artists, like, most people are doing this shit for like five, six, ten years. They've been like working at it, and they finally have their moment. And yeah, like you might, it may seem like you're like, oh, they came out of nowhere, but it's like, That's- motherfuckers been doing this shit for years. It just, it like, unless you do your research and like, like I said, you be as nerdy as I am with music and <laughs> you look into somebody's history, you wouldn't know that. But like, like I said, when I really like started researching artists, researching like just people doing like entrepreneurial stuff, like. You gotta, you gotta, I'll be telling motherfuckers, like, you gotta eat shit for a while. Like, you gotta kind of be in a shitty position. You gotta not, like, have people that, you know, kind of shit on you, don't wanna do stuff with you. And then, like I said, like, so I'm doing, I've only been doing it for four years. Like, sometimes I don't feel like I've really done anything. But, like, there's motherfuckers that always wanna do some shit. Hey, bro, let's do this, let's do that. And that's where, like, I kind of, I take it as, like, okay, we're doing something right. But at the same time, like, I'm, I'm the king of, like, nah, like, we gotta do more like this ain't no, this ain't I'm the, the king of that shit bro <laughs> I'm the king of that I shit uh, cause I fuck with you bro like yeah. you, you understand it's like bro this shit it, we, we far from the end like if motherfuckers that's what with me it's like if y'all satisfied with this thing to me it's like this is just the, the tip of the iceberg of what I wanna do yeah. like there's a lot more to go like I'm not even close to being fucking satisfied it's just a lot more to go. That's like the thing about man. You just ran through the whole fucking episode <laughs> by himself in one fucking take. Yeah, no, nah, but uh, I mean, there's a lot of things you said there where it's like you're never satisfied, right? Like you said, bro, you already like accomplished a lot in one year. This is how I've been looking at it, right? Looking back through one year, in my year of being 21, one that's young as fuck. Mm-hmm. Two, 
it's like in one year every single thing i accomplished it's like i'm like fuck that was a lot to do in one year like how the fuck how the, how the fuck do i top that you know what i'm saying and that's how i feel about you know my videos a lot of the times where it's like all right like the drip interview shout out dj drip like we did we're about to hit 500 on that video power of drip yeah for real yeah, for the real power of drip. you are not the father and that and that's the thing right you bring on these artists to fucking shed their star power and shed their story but it's also like that was easy like that was an easy 500 whereas i release fucking multiple videos that barely did 50 sometimes barely doing 80 and it's like damn you know if I got DJ Drip on, like, what do I do next to top that shit? Especially with what we talked about, bro. Like, you knew people were going to tune in for that shit. So that's what I'm saying. You know, it was one of those things where it was like, damn, that was, you know, I am so appreciative for that episode. But it's also like, dude, that fucking episode got me recognized in the fucking club, bro. Like, I swear to you, I had this girl be like, you're sad boy, right? And I'm like... I was telling Vic, I was like, damn, you know, Angie Martinez and- We made it. (laughs) It's over with. Don't talk to me. Talking about yesterday's price isn't fucking today's price, bro. For real. Fucking, I told him, I'm like, damn, Angie Martinez and Ebro had it right. Because they (laughs) use their names for their titles. Me, I'm just going to always be known as Sad Sad Boy Boy. wherever I go. I thought about that with my music name. Yeah, you got to think about it. It occurred to me with like- they said like Juice World, like I, I don't remember. I don't know if it was necessarily him, but I started noticing people like they call it like Uzis, like they call him Uzi. Like it was just you gotta understand like whatever you go by, people will refer to you as that. Like you're gonna not be like, and then it's gonna be weird when you go home and motherfuckers call you Matt, and you're like the fuck. Like it just I don't know. To me, it's just like I've been I've been Nico since I was like a baby, so it just it made it easier to just be like to go through that. But that's obviously that's not my like actual name, so it kind of worked out a little bit where it's a nickname, but not my actual name. But most people probably just know me. As Nico, yeah, yeah, that's the moment that's I realized dope, I was like, you, "Damn, I'm sad something. boy." You're doing something right. Sad boys for real. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was it was dope, bro. And that's what leads me to ask you this: you know, what do you feel has been your greatest accomplishment so far for music? Oh, that's hard. <laughs> Damn. Um, I think as show, it was the show at Shuba's, just because like the band, you know, the turnout for me. I think it was my most put together like performance where like crowd engagement like my control like we've been really working on like that part of this shit where I feel like some people some people just think like you're just gonna show up and yell in the mic and people are gonna fuck with it and I feel like from doing shows for a while it's like for me like I, I told somebody one day I was like a lot of shows I do is maybe like five people on the bill ten people and it's like you like being somebody in the crowd no offense to people i've been to shows with like you know you be there and you see people that just like people gonna go home the next day and be like you know eh. like nobody stuck with me like my biggest thing was like how the hell do i have somebody leave and they're like yo i don't remember shit from last night i don't remember nothing else but like who's the dude with the pikachu or like who's the dude with his shirt off and that's the reason why like like last summer was really when like we got out of covid and i was doing a lot i was able to get a lot of shows i was like yo what like what do i do to stick out and that's where like the Pikachu came to my mind and like it was also because my superstar project he was in the he was in like a constellation in the corner shout out my homie Bensky at hard ass cover art but like him being in there I was just like it literally just occurred to me I was like fuck it like let me just 
get a fucking big ass Pikachu. I looked it up. How do I get it? Whatever. Went to GameStop, like a couple blocks from my crib. Got them, and it was just and then it was like immediately after shows. Like I started noticing where like people would come up to me and be like, "Oh, Pikachu!" Like most people are gonna know what Pokemon is or at least know Pikachu. So it was just something to like get in people's heads or like people like having all these tattoos. I was like, okay, let me take my shirt off like during my set. Like let me start making that my thing. Where like, but it's just. Like I said, it's like, how do I resonate with a, a crowd that, like, you're getting 10 to 5 artists. Like, I know there's certain points where, like, motherfuckers are checked out. They're, like, half paying attention. You know, they're having a conversation with their homie on the side. It's like, how do I get you to stop what you're doing and be like, damn, like, this person on the stage doing that. So I think the shows is that I think with videos, probably the Gone video, just cause, and probably even that song, just because, like, the meaning behind it and, like, Gone was like I remember telling people like that that song was like one of the first songs that like it was different than anything else I had done just because like when I recorded it it was just like effortless it was effortless doing it in the studio and then like the words behind it like I remember like it felt like I like I like something came off my shoulders like a weight like it was just it was nothing that I ever I ever felt before like doing a song so like and then I even noticed it with like when I you know putting it out it, it has the most views on my YouTube. I think it's the number one song on like my Apple Music. I don't know about Spotify, but like it was like a song that like resonated with a lot of people and I think like and then it resonated with a lot of people and then be able to see like I said it it did that for me on like a personal note with just the music part and like the us putting together the video. Just I think that was just like a moment for me. Or even like when we did like I said, like I think a summer ago we did two video or we did a video every two weeks. And just seeing, like, that, like, being able to create that wave. Or just, like, that was the first time, really, like, we had, like, a, a plan to roll out and we executed it. And then, like, that's where I was, I would I would tell Ecorn and I was, like, when we really, like, sit down, we put together a plan. When you execute it, you see, like, that's how you, it, or it's, like, we talked about, like, momentum. Like, you got to build, like, a lot of this shit, when you see artists, like, you got to build it up. Like, you're not just going to all of a sudden pop up one day. And then people are going to know who you are. Like, a lot of it's, you know, how can you cultivate people to pay attention to you? Because at the end of the day, it's like, there's, like, 100 artists in Chicago, probably more. It's like, how do you, like I said, it's just how do you separate yourself? How do you make it so somebody's just not, like, let me just keep scrolling through my Instagram. Like, what what makes you stand out? And that's, like, I think recently for me has been a lot of my my focus on that. But, yeah, like, in terms of moments, I think it's the Shuba show and then Gone, the video and the song are probably, like, my greatest comments, but honestly, like, <laughs> I think the, the, I think it's hard to answer that because I feel like I haven't. So I, no, 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 I haven't done anything. Like that's that's where, well, that's again, that's my problem. Like I feel like I haven't. I think there's to other people, they probably like. That's like a big accomplishment. And I, I think it is. Like I said, that's where I'm trying to be better about like, appreciating those moments and doing that. But like for me, I, I like. <laughs> me, me, you can't laugh because I'm like the next day we both had to go to work. Like, regardless of how high that shit feels and everybody's, oh, bro, blah, 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 you killed it, whatever. I got to wake up at fucking 6 in the morning and go to work and be a regular person. Like, that shit don't, that high only lasts so long, you got to go back to reality. So it's like, for me, it's like, it, it, it happens quicker. I'm like, all right, what's, where do we go from here? Like, what's next? Like, how do we take this and go to the next thing? Or like, or I did, um, I did a shoot, I think, or either I think it was last year at the end of last year with uh RSVP and we like modeled for them and it was like a it was a dope moment just to see a lot of people like fuck with it we were on their page they like promoted it whatever 
or just like doing stuff like that was like really cool. So I took a song, obviously my key thing, right? I took a song yeah. from Ed Sheeran, First Times. You be running up his streams, bro. <laughs> I know you me? do. I, <laughs> hey, Ed Sheeran, you I need, you I, need I, I need your fucking interview, bro. Um, the song is First Times by Ed Sheeran, and he says, I thought it'd feel different playing Wembley, 80,000 singing with me. It's what I've been chasing because this is the dream. And he goes on to, you know, say, like, talk about how the only thing that really mattered was, like, the person that was with him afterwards, right? But the way that I, the way that I think about it is, like, all this shit that you work towards, right? And you have this expectation, like, it's going to feel like this. It's it's going to be this. And then you get there, and it's like, I don't know. It's almost like your expectation will never live up to the actual reality. And that's what I was going to ask you. Do you feel like your greatest moment so far has lived up to what you expected it to be? Honestly, I think I feel like I got... Even before those moments, like, I feel like recently I've gotten rid of that. Like, I, I honestly started to just go into stuff and just have no expectations. Like, I, for me, it's like if I'm prepared, if I feel like I gave it my best effort, like I said, like the show, I was like, we prepared for like two months. I felt like we were, we'd like had done everything up to that point. I was like, whatever happens, happens. Like, for me, it's like that type of stuff is like out of my control. Like, I feel like it's so hard to like sit there and like, like, yeah, I think it's good to imagine and, like, manifest and put it out into the world. Like, you know, I think it's, like, that energy into it. But I feel like also, like, I feel like that sometimes, like, cripples people. But like you said, it's like you you build this thing up in your head so much that, like, you get to it. And then there's, like, this fucking letdown of just, like, damn, like, it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. For me, it was just, like, honestly, I feel like all those moments were just, like, I was just happy that it was out. <laughs> like, with the songs, I was just happy that it was out. The video, I was just happy that we were able to put it together and it came out. The show, I was... Honestly, I was more happy about playing with the band in that part than anything else. Like, the crowd was cool. Everybody fucking with it was cool. But for me, like, the, the shit that, like, made me feel good was, like, the band sounded good. Like, everything came out cool. Nobody messed up. Nobody. Because it wasn't even like... Even if they messed up, I wouldn't have cared. It was more just, like, I knew, like, how much it meant to... Caleb on the drums, like, Shylick doing his thing, Mia. Like, I just want everybody to be, like, you know, they did their best. Everybody's comfortable with what they did. Like, I was just, like, like I said, I guess it's, I, I feel like I used to do that, and I feel like that, like, took away from, like, the act, like the actual thing I was doing. Yeah, the experience, like, that even, too, like, just appreciating the moment, like, that, being in it. That's the other thing is, like, even as artists, you know, you're always, that's, like, your condition to, like, work towards something your whole fucking life and once you achieve it it's like damn i got it but now let me look back at everything i didn't enjoy uh that that's something i've been told a lot lately is that like i'm so focused on this right that they're like you got to enjoy life too you got to enjoy one the road there and two enjoy fucking other shit in life you know it's not just work 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 but to me, that's all it is, is, like, work, 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 because I'm young right now. I forgot what lyric I pulled. I think it was uh, it was from Blessings. Big Sean says, this is the late night working after three. This is why my old girl was mad at me. And I've been there. <laughs> I've definitely been there. <laughs> hey, bro, it's fucking work. It's not, like, I'm here to play, right? And that's why I can say, like, I'm blessed to have the people around me that understand, like, 
yo, like this this is my job now. This isn't just fucking. That's the energy you need to have. You know what? That's the blessing I can say is like I don't got anybody on my ass telling me like, yo, like you said you were gonna do this with me. Well, t- <laughs> take a take a look real quick. I got other shit to worry about. I, that's another fuck. I'm jumping now, but that's a that's another thing about one year, right? Shout out to all the people that fucking told me no. <laughs> About coming on this shit. Shout out to all the yeah. people that fucking flaked. At the end of the day, you missed out. Cause you, you gotta let that fuel you. I feel like you. I I know exactly what you're talking about. I feel like I've had a lot of people like like that too, or people that like a lot of the beginning when I when I left school to do music. A lot of people would look at me like, or what used to fuck with me is it was like when I started, like I was just working a kitchen job, like washing dishes. And I used to be like looking at, you know, I, I got a bunch of kids my age that are going to school, whatever. Whenever I bring it up at a family party, they're like, you're doing music. Like, like what are you talking about? Like, it, it was just, you got it. Like I said, I was the first like year, year and a half. I'm getting all these looks and it takes that. But then I'll say now, like I'll go to a family party. Everybody is bringing up all this shit that happens to me. Like my little cousin always be talking me up and shit. So it's like, but again, like I said, it's like you got to, you got to weather that beginning part. To get to now, where you got motherfuckers now telling you, you know, coming up to you at the club. Like, you got to go through that beginning part. Man, for real. Shout out the haters. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the fucking people that said they don't ask serious enough questions. Because that's why everybody fucking comes on this show. Yeah. Uh, that's all I'm saying, so. Salud. Another one. On my DJ Khaled shit. Vic hates me because I be fucking saying whatever I want. I remember my first hate comment. It was no cap. It's kind of cringe how you be talking about your high school ex and you're in your twenties. <laughs> and fucking, I don't even have a high school ex that I would even talk about. Like the fuck. But I was gonna fucking hit him back with like some dumb shit, right? Like thanks for the love or some shit. And Vic was like, nah, just ignore it. So that's why I know. Vic's a pacifist, bro, so I know he'd be fucking wanting me to, like, ignore shit. But to me, it's like, man, fuck them. Like, what? Yeah, but no, I feel like I, I've had that, too, bro, where, like, I just feel like it's, like, that shit ain't worth the energy to a certain extent. Like, I, I trust me, I'm I'm a Scorpio, bro, so I'll be wanting to fucking go off on motherfuckers. And, like, I have a lot of people, like, talk me off the edge of shit where, like, but I feel like on some gross shit, like, I feel like I've gotten to the point where I'm like, bro, like, Motherfuckers ain't even worthy. Like, people be, bro, that's the internet. Everybody got a fucking opinion on some shit that they don't fuck with and know what they're talking about. Or people just like to, like, talk shit. Like, that's Twitter. Everybody just talking shit to each other. Like, you you can't, don't put your feelings in that shit, bro. That's what I've learned. Like, if you're going to go in there taking shit personal, like, feeling some type of way about motherfuckers, like, have the people not actually going to have that energy when you go face to face. So it's just like, man, it ain't that big a deal, bro. The thing about it to me is, like, I don't care enough to be, like, to get worked up about it, right? Because to me, it's funny. Like, uh, good job. Like, you commented that shit. To me, it would have just been funnier to go back and forth because that drives engagement, bro. This was like, You be thinking like... <laughs> That's true, though. That is true. Bro, this was when we first started. Like, I don't know what episode it was, but I was like... That was probably my first comment ever. So I was like, damn, like, let's, let's get this engagement going, bro, you know? So that's how I be thinking... Man, it's not, we like went back to one year. To me, at the end of the day, it's like I think of every single thing that's happened, right? I think of the inspiration behind this product. And 
You know, I don't I don't need any validation. I don't need any fucking words from people. But fuck the haters. Uh, shout out to everybody that's ever supported. You know, bought the sweater, fucking came on the show, liked the post, shared a post. You know, I've had people that I don't even know share my shit at this point. I really appreciate everybody, but, you know, like I said, never satisfied. Those expectations are always like, damn, okay, what's next? What's Where do we get to? I just had a conversation with my cousin, and I was telling him, I'm like, you know, it's like, yeah, I hit 500, but what the fuck does that mean if I continue to do 50 every other video? And he's like, you know, that that's just human nature. You know, we made a wheel out of stone and then we made it out of fucking wood and then we made it out of steel and now it's alloy or some shit, right? He's like, that's just how people are because once you have, you know, the next best thing, it's like, okay, what's the next, next best thing? And for me... Uh, I think that's with anything, right? You you gain something, and it's like, damn, I want something else. That's how. That's why people end up in fucking shitty ass relationships. You know, they they got the best thing out there, and then they want to go and find the next best thing. But what I wanted you to talk about real quick was gone, bro. So you mentioned how that song was such a weight off your shoulders and i love when artists spit a bar from their fucking song and like <laughs> say their favorite part so go ahead and say what's your favorite bar from that song um bar was hard i think it's just the 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 beginning so it's pain 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 go away i had a bad 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 yesterday i think it's too too much on my brain now i just gotta take a sip to get away i think that but it, honestly the whole song um like i said not to get too deep but uh my dad was an alcoholic so that idea of like basically like escaping whatever's going on in your life through alcohol whatever drugs it was like that whole idea or just like I had gone through so much shit with my OG that like putting it into a song and like letting all those things out like I said it was just something where like I had never felt it like writing it was one thing where I was like damn like it felt good to actually like get it out because I had never like had a conversation or like gone to therapy on that shit or and then to put it in a song and like hear it was like, damn, like this just crazy. Or like <laughs> on the music tip, I was like, it sounds good. Like it, it, it came out really dope. But then like even just like the or I, I told people what I liked about it is, is like I feel like if you just listen to the, the, the song and the melody, like it's a vibe. But then like well, I love songs that like the melody and the song sound really good, but when you listen to the lyrics, they're actually like dark as fuck. And it's actually kinda like like kind of a sad song in a way. So that's why I feel like I kind of achieved that in the song where like you listen to it, it's a vibe. A lot of people just like, they sing those lyrics, like the chorus. When you listen to the chorus, it's actually kind of like fucked up what I'm saying. Like, it, it, yeah, yeah. Like it's basically somebody running away from their problems, just drinking it, drinking it away. But like, just, yeah, just that, that dichotomy between the two of like uh, a dope song, but also like the meaning behind it. And I feel like it was the first time and I've probably done it to a certain degree, but that was the first time I felt like I really, like, put those two things together, like, to the best of my abilities at that time. And just, yeah, it's another moment where I feel like with a song where I was like, hey, like, if I could do this with this, like, I'm moving in the right direction. Like, I could, I could, I can keep doing this. So I was like, if I can make a Gone, a song like Gone, like, or, like, people always tell me, like, if you can make a song like this, song like that, that I already have, it's like, it's just about keep on working, keep on, you know, chipping away at shit. Like, you can do it again, like. 
if you if you can make this song once, I feel like you can you can always do something or something better to the same degree. So just yeah, that song not just like it means a lot to me. Like I said, it got a lot of weight off my shoulders, but I feel like it it gave me a boost of confidence of like what I could do as an artist and like seeing you know people's reactions, how like they mess with it, whether it's for the lyrics, for just the song as it is, for like all these little things, you know, the video people that checked it out, like all those different things. Just seeing like, or I feel like it's like with my favorite artists, I feel like. When you got a song, you see how it impacts like your life. To see people that like, they're able to relate to it. Cause I even know like I feel like as Latinos, we all have like, just talking to a lot of people I know. Like we all have a lot of whether it's your dad or your uncle or somebody in your family deals with substance, whether it's alcohol or something. Like we all have somebody in our family or somebody we know that does that or struggles with that. So it's like, just being able to like. I'm I even like when I wrote that song, I know I'm like I was like I'm not special. Like there's probably a bunch of people that can relate to what I'm talking about. So it's just like even that part of it, like it helped me out and like hopefully like even every time I do certain songs, like I'm like if I could help somebody's perspective or something they're going through, because an artist did that for me. If I can do that, like that's like be dope part about doing music. And that's the thing is that most people don't even know these stories, bro. Yeah. No, I know that's why I, <laughs> whenever you bring up certain songs to me, I'm like damn, that's crazy. Like. I like I be, I appreciate you actually listen to the like the song so I'm you know you're able to figure out certain parts about it but I know there's some people that, like I said like they probably just listen to it hear the like hear the words but don't actually listen to it they're just like oh it's a dope song but I'm like if I explain it to you you'd be like damn like it's some heavy shit behind this shit so yeah especially like when embrace right yeah, like embrace another one too had me and you never had that first interview where you talk about your dad yeah. i would have never known never that that yeah. fucking song was about your dad you know because that one that one i did it was like a little bit after he passed away and honestly what's crazy is um shout out hilvy my homie hilvy he sent me that beat and he was just for him and as i was listening to the beat I was just like, damn, like, what do, what do I like? Because, again, it's like, it's technically his song, but it's like my words over it. Like, he dropped it under his his name. So when I, I when I wrote it and put it together, I was like, damn, like, this is kind of like a real personal <laughs> song that I'm letting him do it. But it sounded good, so I was like, ah, like, let him do it. Like, it's cool. Like, I'll let him do that shit. And, like, when I think about it, like, that song, like, again, it's another song. It was another song that I was like, when I did it, I was like, damn, I feel like a, like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. Like, it was, it was around the time when my dad passed away like we had his funeral whatever like it let me get that out of myself and even just being able to do that and like like i said it's just people listening to it and like if like the one thing about that is just like you know it's not technically on my shit so it's like like i said you i you had to look for it a little bit but even like stuff that's where like recently i've been like i got a lot of different songs that like i probably should go back and shed some light on because i feel like you know, there's you have a moment for them when they happen, but it's always good to like, how can I bring this back to light? Because like I said, it's like you know, there's songs that I feel like I've, they're dope and they probably deserve a little bit more shine. And then you honestly put that in my head when like you brought this shit up about embrace. I was like, damn, like that song. Because looking, my my mom told me that like when she listened to it, she was like, you should try to like push that song more. And at that time, I was just like, eh, like it's not even technically my song. I'm like, I don't even know how I would do it. But recently, like I've been trying to see like, okay, how can I bring some of these songs back to light because I feel like they deserve like not I don't want to say more love but it they deserve yeah it is they deserve to like because I, I feel like because <laughs> they're like gone I think it's like a year and a half years old or something like that like compared to where my audience was then to now like there's a lot of people that probably know me that maybe they've seen a little bit but like I gotta you know how do I reintroduce it and braces like I said that's harder because like if you go to my my Spotify my 
Apple Music, like you kind of go, you got to go down to like, you know, it's like at the bottom, it's like what you're mentioning or like songs that you're a part of. Like if people, somebody doesn't go all the way to the bottom, you're not going to like find it. So it's about just like, how can I bring some older songs to light? So I was like, yeah, you put that in my head, especially. I was like, okay, how can I go about that? But we got to plan for that. I'm not going to lie. Like I be thinking about that too, where there's so many like gems dropped in old episodes, right? Where it's like, no, no. Nobody saw that shit. Yeah. Nobody fucking was like watching my shit. Yeah, <laughs> and point, yeah. and I, I've, I haven't even gone back and looked at them. I'm not going <laughs> to fucking lie. I'm not going to act yeah, like I, I, you know, I haven't watched fucking the full episode one since I never watched the full episode <laughs> one. I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> I was I was here to record that shit. Fuck, I need to watch yeah, it for. I know. Uh, everything that I'm a part of, I made. So yeah. like, you know, I never understood that when we I was younger. When they'd be like, movie stars, they don't watch their shit. And I'm like, why the fuck wouldn't they watch their own movie? Because they were in it. Yeah. So what the fuck do they need to watch it? Plus, I even feel like some people like they or with movies. I feel like it's like it's you're watching yourself in a way, or like you're playing a different. I feel like it's just like it's weird to like. I had that with video sometimes. Or, like, what I would try to, like, be with the person who's editing it, and it would just feel weird. I'm like, damn, I'm like, watching myself. And it's just like, it's a weird, I don't know, it's weird. Like, uh, you got to get used to it. It's, it's a weird thing. I'm not going to lie. Like, now, now I watch my videos. One, I think it's easier to watch them because I actually like how they look. Yeah. Like, when we first did them, no, no hate to Vic. But, like, <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about it. No hate to Vic. But, like, those first episodes are fucking rough. Like, yeah. Uh, whoever supported me then, shout out to them because them bitches were fucking rough. But to me, you know, I didn't feel like people were watching to fucking watch the video at that point. They were watching to listen to what we had to say. Now it's a whole production because, you know, we're moving on up. I want to be able to go back and take reels and fucking be like, yo, like this episode, I said this shit. Because there were so many parts where I was like, damn, that, you know, that hit. Yeah, they serve moments. I feel like sometimes I be chasing those moments. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to say some clever shit here so that way I can make a reel later. But once I stop that, you know, it just flows naturally. I go back. I'm like, let me take a reel here. I feel like I have this problem where, like, you have this clock in your head of, like, I need to get this done by this time. Or, like, I need to do this. Like, if I'm not... Sometimes I have it where, like, if I'm not working on it, on, on what I'm doing, I'm falling behind. But I feel like recently I've been more, like, that's why I feel like it's, like, the, as artists, I feel like sometimes we get caught up, like, see somebody else doing something, or you feel like you're not, and it's, like, you know, you get caught up in that. And that's where more recently I've been, like, I'm just in my world. Like, if I'm improving what I'm doing, like, just focusing on, okay, if I'm working on music, getting better in the studio, that's just better. Like, it's I feel like it's the part of it where it's, like, just because you're not showing everybody, you're working doesn't mean you're not working. You're not improving just because you're not out here like exemplify. Like it's, it's a social media thing. Like if you're not exemplifying to everybody, like um, my numbers are rising, my numbers are there. like this is going wherever it's going. Like that's not improvement. Where like now nah, I feel like I've more been like, okay, if I'm doing this a little bit better, like I said, if I'm working towards some new shows, working on stuff, getting a little bit better, or just like I don't know, just not being so focused on like, like. I think being in the moment, but also not being like, I have to do this at this very moment. Like, it's just like, or my homie Dave told me that, where he was like, I think it was something with, when we were dropping videos, he was like, like, nobody necessarily right now is waiting on it. Like, it's like, I, I think I got to the point where I was like, I'd rather it be 100% 
good, exactly how I want it to be. It's as perfect as I can make it. And it took me a little bit longer than necessarily I'm rushing to get it out because I think I have to get it out for some fucking reason in my head that it's like maybe 75, 80% of what I could make it. And I feel like that's where like that change is like, I feel like that's what takes you to the next level where it's like you're, you're being, it's like you're being more precise with what you're doing. Maybe it's taking more time in between, but it's like when you do, it's like it's a quality over quantity. It's like you're dropping good shit and maybe it's not as consistent, but you're at least dropping good shit. Or sometimes I feel like you, I don't know, I feel like everybody, you got to just find that middle ground. Whatever works for you. And that really comes with, like, longev- longevity, bro, because once when you have that initial push of, like, okay, every week for about, like, yeah. two, three weeks, it's cool, right? Like, people are like, damn, this shit hit. When's the next one? This shit hit. Next one. This shit hit. It's getting oversaturated, yeah, you know? Like, I was just going to say that. I don't yep. even, even want to listen to this dude no more. Yeah. And that's what turns a lot of people off from a lot of artists, you know? They release, 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 and then eventually it's like you gotta make people want. And that's kind of like where I found myself at one point, where it was like, okay, I'm releasing, I'm releasing, I'm releasing, but who's watching this shit? Is it just the people that I bring? Is it the guests? And once you, you know, once you get those guests that are like well known, you know, people are tuning in for them. Which thank you, thank you for fucking doing this shit, right? And thank you to those people. But it's also like, okay, now, if I were to just release some shit on my own, who's going to watch that shit to listen to what I have to say? So making sure, you know, like, you understand your audience and understand yourself, understand, like, what's your next step after you get that initial push? Because that initial push is only, you know, it's only great for a little bit. It's like when you were younger, right? When you had the new girl in school, like shiny shiny at yeah, that moment man, but real. like in two weeks like she did, did, who, did, did, did. which which, <laughs> fr- which friend group did she choose and uh <laughs> for real though it, it do be like that for real that's how i'd be thinking like you know you got to figure out like what what's your next move and that's why i say like i'm never satisfied bro i'm never fucking happy with like where i'm at and it fucking, it's annoying, bro. I fucking hate it because it's like every day I'm like, fuck, bro. Like, what can I do next? And sometimes there's like literally nothing more you can do. Like, what I do right now is release an episode a week, promo the fuck out of that episode, and do it again the next week. And it's like, fuck, I want to blow up already. But it's also like, it's consistency, bro. The more consistent you are, the more your numbers go up, mm-hmm. the it's a it's a process and I hate the process, but it's like fuck. Gotta be like the seventy sixers, man. You gotta trust the process. Even though they haven't <laughs> I shouldn't use them the example because they haven't fucking done anything. They've yet to complete the process. But nah, it's a good it's a good analogy of like you gotta you gotta trust it. That it's not gonna happen immediately. Or like I told you, I feel like with this is where I got the yin yang tattoo, I feel like it's like finding balance in life where it's like I agree with you, where you always wanna that's where like we're the same. We're like I'm always like, never satisfied. Looking for what next. But I will say, recently I've tried to make a better, be do better of like, also enjoying the moment a little bit. Like, we like you said, we put in so much work. We do all these things. It's like, you know, you want to enjoy these, enjoy these things right now because you never know where you're gonna go from here or what's next or what what's, what whatever is gonna happen next. You, we can't control it. We don't know what's gonna happen. 
So it's just like just in, enjoying the moment as well as never being satisfied. Because like you said, there's a lot of people that will have something happen, happen for them. Or I was just going to tell you this. I feel like it's always good to like, you know, you, you, said, you said you bring new people in. That's always a chance. Like I said, what I do with shows where like, let's say it's a crowd of 50 people that don't know me. If I grab 10 new people, that's 10 new people that might check out what I'm doing, come to a show. If I have merch, buy some merch. That's 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 a new group of people. You got to value that. But somebody told me recently, it's like, you always want to reach for new people, but you always want to, if you have, let's say, you know, 10 people that are in tune with every video you do, how do I cultivate to them as well? That's how, like, people make cult fan bases, where it's like, yeah, you always be striving for new people and new things, but it's like, how do I also cultivate what I already got going on? Because you could easily be so focused on all this other stuff and getting new people that all these people that are actually tuned in are like, like, you, yeah, you're not, yeah, they all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden you're out here reaching for new stuff and you look behind you and everybody left. So I feel like it's, like I said, it's, it's balanced, bro. Life is that, but especially with that, it's like I feel like you got to find that balance within yourself to be like, for me recently it's been like, how do I, the people that are in tune, however many people it is, how can I get you? Because then, like, I feel like that's where those whatever, let's say 100 people, that's 100 people that might like, share, buy some merch, do something like that. Like, that's where my homie, my homie really told me that with merch, where he was like, bro, if you can get 10 people to buy clothes, that's 10 people that put money in your pocket. That's 20 people that, that's real money. That's that's what, as an artist, as anybody doing stuff, that's what you eventually want to do. You want to be able to make money off this and, like, live off of it. So I was like, how do you get not just new people to get in tune with what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, like, you know, you might get 10 people, five of them actually tune in, three of them are kind of into it, kind of not. One of them followed you, but they don't pay attention to shit. But then you, like I said, it's like recently I've been really like, okay, I like, same time I want to get new people, there are people that are in tune with what I'm doing that check it out, everything I drop, whatever, and it's like, you also want to give love to them. And like you said, appreciate that. And also just like you said, how can I you know, feed them in a way. Like what like that's where I feel like it's artists or people, that's where you reach out to the people, hey, what do y'all what do y'all also what do y'all want to see? What should I do? That's where you wanna also get like input on that. But like I said, it's just it's finding that balance. And I feel like in what we both are doing, it's about just finding a good balance. And I feel like when you find that it's it's continuing that. But like you said, like I had it recently where it's like you you start you get a little too comfortable doing the same thing and then it's also you gotta okay, where do I where do I go from here? Because then it, it can get easy. It can get easy just being like, okay, I have this formula. This formula works. But there is going to be a certain time where you it, everything expires. Everything comes to an end. So you got to you gotta recognize that. That's probably the hardest thing I will say is recognizing when you get to that. Because you're like, cause then it, it's real easy. Like I said, you, you think like, I think because sometimes we get caught in what we're doing, you think like, oh, bro, this shit is dope. Like, But at the same time, you, you got to read the room. A lot of motherfuckers can't read the fucking room. Like, once you're not in the room with the people that follow, you got to also read the room a little bit, see what people are feeling, and, like, accommodate to that. And, you know, however that goes, whatever people need to do for them. That's where, like, again, that's, like, self-reflection. You got to look at yourself and be like, what am I doing? What can I improve on? Like, check your shit out. Like, recently, like, I used to not really look at my numbers like that. Recently, I know, like, on Instagram, it lets you look at, like, certain days. There's, like, certain hours that you get more engagement. I've been trying to be more, like, okay, on Monday at noon, this is when more people look at my stuff. Okay, let me try to help myself out. Like, I'm, it's not always gonna work, but at the same time, I feel like it's like you also gotta help yourself out. It's like you you can you can also shoot yourself in the foot a lot of stuff where you're doing. Like you can hurt yourself, and you think you're you're doing the stuff right, but you can you know it's just, it's just using using all the tools you got around you. 
Like some people, they just be, you gotta you gotta be resourceful with that. You gotta post at the right time, bro. Yeah. Literally, because it also takes trial and error though. Because sometimes you gotta see what works. Like I said, that helped me out, but at the same time, it's like see what your audience. That's another thing. Recognize your audience. Some people have audiences that they check out shit in the morning. Then some people have late night people. Some people have literally twelve o'clock at night is when they get the most views. Like you, but and everybody's the same. Like if you think somebody telling you, "Hey, post at midnight," but your whole crowd of people are asleep at midnight like then what the fuck are we doing but like okay that person's crowd yeah that works for them but like you say that's where you gotta like look at your shit and be like okay what what are the people that are fucking with me what are they what are they engaging with that's where instagram kind of helps out with that but even like you said with you you gotta sometimes i notice that like certain days i look at let's say the views that i get on instagram or like stuff like that i try to look at it in terms of like okay i know on let's say wednesday I get a, you know, a lot of people pay attention to that. So let me, okay, put that in my head. Okay, Wednesday's a good day to drop or whatever. Like, there was a point in the summer where we were like, Fridays and Saturdays, motherfuckers are outside. Don't drop. Or drop early in the day. Because if you drop at like 6 on a Friday, we, we, everybody's out. And then you might have people look at it, but everybody's drunk. They're kind of like, they might like it, but they're not even, they're just still scrolling. You know, everybody's drunk at the club. You might be liking stuff, scrolling. You got to think about that shit. That means I'm fucked. Cause I drop on Fridays, and I'd be dropping. I'll probably drop at like twelve on Fridays now, but like oh, but lately, I've been dropping at like five thirty, five o'clock. But again, like I said, it depends on your audience. I'm just saying, for me, when I looked at it, I was like, I'm shooting myself in the foot because most of the people that follow me are out. They're nine times ten gonna be out. So it was just, it was just for me. I was like, cause to be honest, and I learned that because I used to be like Friday and Saturday. People were on social media, like, they're going to do that. But it, didn't occur. it wasn't until I literally went out that I was like, damn, like, I'm not paying attention to shit on my phone. Like, why would somebody else? Or, like, I don't know if it was me or, like, I noticed that, but also some people would tell me, or I don't know if me and Equan were, like, low-key, people were out. Like, but again, like you said, it's like, you, you got to check your audience. Like, for mine, it was just, like, I noticed everybody was out doing shit. So it was like, why the hell would they be, like, why would the hell would they be checking out my stuff right now? Like, you also want, like I said, you can shoot yourself in the foot like that. And then you end up just, that's where we even when we're like, we were like, okay, we want to drop something. We want to make the most out of it. You put all this work into something. And then, like I said, you put it out in a shitty time or in a shitty situation. You don't necessarily roll it out correctly. And then all this work you spend months on kind of gets wasted in a way. So it's also like making the most out of the work you're putting in. Because it's like, you know, as you know, you putting hours into what you're doing. You want to get the most out of it. You want to squeeze the most you can get out of it and, if not, and then it's like again, it's like what the fuck are we doing? Are we just doing this shit to just throw shit at the wall? What the fuck is it? But like you said, at the end of the day, we all want to fucking go somewhere. So that's what you said. You gotta just figure out what works for you. We all want to blow up, bro. Then what the fuck are we doing? I mean, like that's, I had to tell somebody. I was like, bro, if you if you're not trying to go somewhere with this, what the fuck are we doing? Like why are we why are we why are we working at what we're working on? If you don't want to go somewhere with it, you don't want to live your life off of this shit. You know what I do gotta say is. You know, throw back to the first episode, bro. Like, the question was, like, would you want to be famous? And my birthday just passed. And it was, like, I got people, like, hitting me up, like, that I met and have supported the podcast. But they know me through the podcast, right? <clears throat> and then there's people, like, who I'm close to that they didn't even fucking hit me up. And it's, like... Weird. It made me realize, like, yes, I appreciate everybody that supports this, but you only, su you only like, 
you only know me and reached out to me because I do this, mm-hmm. right? You don't know me as a person. You don't know me on a personal level. Facts. It's like, bro, like that love, like that a famous person receives. Everybody, I, mm-hmm. not to say that I'm famous, right? You see but the spurts. I'm close. Spurts. Uh, like, I'm more well known for what I do than I am as a person at this point. I realized I'm like, damn, all that love that all these artists get, all these celebrities get, that shit's all fake. Like, to them, like, I don't know, for me, it's like, oh, well, like, okay, it's another person that, like, knows who I am. So, like, to them, I don't know if that shit matters to them, but to them, it could literally mean the same exact shit. Like, damn, I got a million people fucking hitting me up saying they love me, but what about the five fucking people that didn't hit me up that I fucking talk to every single day? So that's how I thought about it, and I'm like, damn, like, is that what fame's like? You know, is it just knowing a bunch of fucking people that, like, <laughs> don't know who the fuck you are? That's how I thought about it. But um, before we, like, move on completely from this never satisfied thing, uh, like, like me and you were both saying, like, we get lost in our minds throughout the day. Like, this is think, think, think. This is going to get done, right? My boy, Alan, Alan the official, bro. Shout out, Alan. For real. Do you know him? Oh, you I, met yeah, him. You met him. I met him, him yeah. at um at a show in um in Wicker Park the other day and we like met for the first time. He was out with my boy AK and he came out to support him and he was just there for the show and shit. So we I, that's like I had seen him like through your podcast and then we just that's the first time we kinda like met and shit. And then like I said, he works with AK at their little spot that they got. So yeah, it was just we were able to connect like that. He's dope. Yeah, he was telling me about that. He's like, Yeah, bro, I met this dude. His name's like Nico Supreme. Yeah, he, he fucked with Die Trying. That's what yeah. I, I appreciate him, man. He fucked with that song. Yeah. He, he was like, he knew about me through you and like, bro, you got motherfuckers out here talking about like the <laughs> shit you do. I was like, Oh yeah, I know Nico. <laughs> oh yeah, bro. I, I that's what I brought up to him. I was like, I found out about him through you, yeah. So fucking the song is Passion Slave, bro. And it's one of my favorite songs by him because, like, it's, it's some real shit. He says, in this prison, there ain't no loopholes. Trying to plot my escape, but I keep on getting lost when I'm running into new roads. And I can't shake it. This amaze that keep on changing. I'm in pain, but it's amazing. And, it, you know, it's like literally what he said. It's a maze, bro. It's a maze. And it keeps on changing these little pieces that you're like, okay, I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. It all fucking changes one day. And it's like. The fucking social media algorithms, bro. It fucking changes, <laughs> and you're fucking... For real. One day you be getting, like, all these views, then one day it's dead. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes, like I said, it's bro, just like, you don't know what's going on. I mean... And the the creation process, bro, like, putting yourself through this, like, it's such a great feeling when it fucking hits. When people are fucking posting your shit, sharing your shit, and fucking just showing love. But behind the scenes, bro, you're in fucking pain because, like... You look, like I said, you look back on all these moments and it's like, damn, I missed this because I was so focused on this. Mm. The main example I can think of is like, and it's cliche, right? Relationships, right? You miss out on so many different good things that you could have had because you're fucking, (laughs) your only job, bro, is to fucking do music, is to create. And it's like, damn, like, my bad. Like, I'll catch you next time, but... I do that a lot. (laughs) Right now, like, this is my priority, and I think about it, like, like he said. And he goes on to say, like, I miss my baby's first steps being passion slave. Mm, Damn. 
And that's that that was the moment I'm like, damn, like this this dude is legit, bro. Like he's he's about his shit. And I don't know, that's just one of like the many things that I think about, right? Is that nobody realizes like all the shit in the background, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you see my video, you probably get annoyed that I fucking post this shit <laughs> and I'm fucking spamming the fuck out of your timeline. Yeah. But realize the shit that I went through to create this shit. You know, it wasn't just I woke up one day and the video was fucking put in my hands yeah. and I said, here you go, guys. Yeah. Here you go, YouTube. No, it was legit me staying up till fucking two in the morning, six hours of editing, fucking just all that shit, bro. It's a whole process and you lose sight of like what you're doing you lose sight of everybody around you yeah. like you said tunnel vision bro that's why i said like when you went on your rant in the beginning of the episode i'm like damn this dude hit every single thing i was <laughs> about to fucking say that tunnel vision bro it's just like fucking it fucks you up I, because I, I suffer that a lot because you're on go 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 you don't see anything around you you don't see anything to the sides of you the only other thing you can see is the other end of the tunnel yeah. and that's backwards that's what you missed mm. That's that's really, like, my interpretation. And that's why, like, when people tell me, like, you know, you got to focus on more than just your yeah. your dreams, right? Yeah, you got to live because if I don't live, I got nothing to fucking talk about. That's what I had to learn. Because I was like, if I'm not living life, because I, I write, I don't, you know, there's a lot of motherfuckers that don't make music and they don't live that shit. I was like, I from the beginning, I, when I started, I was like, I just, I can't write some shit that I did. You said there's no cap in my rap. For real, no fucking cap. But I was like, if if I'm not living, the fuck am I gonna talk about? Like, what is there to talk about? So like, I, 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 I when you said that, I was like, bro, I'd feel that 100 percent because like it, it hit me one one day where I was like, you know, I could be in the studio doing all this stuff, doing all this, but it's like you gotta also live a little bit, enjoy enjoy life a little bit. Or like, honestly, when you said it hit me was I was like, I had a point where like. I was kind of be like a shitty son and like a shitty brother to like my mom and my little brother. And he's like 14 years old, he's going into high school and recently hit me, I was like, yo, like, as much as I'm doing my stuff, like at the same time, you know, I gotta help him out and whatever he's going on with him, obviously help him out with you. But like, like I said, I had to learn that because it was like, the, like maybe like the second year I was doing music, I was just like going to shows, going to stuff, being in the studio, blah, 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 like just in my own world. And you end up finding out that it's like, I said, it's like, Enjoy enjoy life. Not just live it, but, like, enjoy that shit. Like, have a good time. Enjoy it the moment. Like I said, it's like, because I feel like we wake up one day and it's, you know, it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. And, like, I learned that that was the biggest thing with, like, um, my, my dad passing away is you see, like, life is, is however many years you're able to live it. And at any moment, shit can go away. Yeah. And it's just, like, you got to, that was a great lesson for me to be, like, let me appreciate just being here these little moments, all these little things. Even I was going to say earlier, like, when you brought up, sometimes I sit back and I think, and I'm like, if if when I was, let's say, 19, 20, when, like, the first couple years when I started, if I blew up then, oh, I would have been so fucked. Like, musically, I was not fucking ready. Like, even stuff that's happening now that I'm just learning now, I'm like, if I did it when I was fucking 18, I would have fucking, I would have, this shit would have destroyed me. And I swear, like, I think even, like, stuff like that, like I said, I can say now that, like, yeah, you want to blow up 
in that first year or two. But then when you really think about blowing up and all this shit that comes with it, like being a celebrity, doing all this, all these people that want to, the Kanye documentary showed me that were like, when he was like signed and moving on, like he's, you're getting pulled and pushed, going all these different places and shit. And like, if you're not ready for that shit, you see what, unfortunately what happens to a Kanye, you, you can lose yourself just trying to like do all these different things, keep up with everything. And it's just like, I feel like, you gotta like I feel like I've gotten these little like you said you get little bits of fame and like little things like you get recognized going out somewhere. There's like these little little bits of like that level of fame that you get now, and I think they help you to learn that shit. Or you deal with somebody that does some bogus shit to you, you learn it at. Or I was talking to somebody, I was like, or I had a situation with a with an old videographer that didn't give me my, vi- or I had to wait like two months to get a video that I paid them for, and after that I was like okay. Now I know. Okay, let's say we're doing we're doing videos where okay, no one's necessarily waiting on this shit to a certain degree. Like we can. Okay, I'm only paying the C200. Like when you get to those bigger levels, you you know, ten thousand dollars for a video. You you know, you build up all this shit for a video to drop. Like there's a lot more on the line at that point. You got let's say uh, if you're signed, you got a label going behind it. If you're independent, you know, you're trying to do a tour or something like that. There's a lot more on the line when you get to those points. So I feel like it's better to learn it now when there's less on the line, then you blow up, and then now, like, as soon as you see so many people fall off, because you're trying to juggle all these things, you're trying to take care of fame and all the other stuff, you're trying to stay relevant, all these different things, you're learning it on the fly, rather than, you know, you, you, you're taking these lessons you learn at the smaller level, and now you can apply those things to, like, at this grander set, at scale of things. That's why I feel like even, like, because I feel like when I was younger, I used to be like, man, I wish I blew up or that's in. And I, now being like 24, doing this shit for a little bit, I'm like, hell no. I would have been fucked. I would have been so fucked. I, I, I sit there and think about me then, I would have been like, bro, I would have, it would have gone bad. But I don't mean to tell me, there's always going to be problems. And shit is never going to be as perfect as you want it to be. But it's like you're at least at a more equipped point to be able to deal with that shit rather than like before you don't know what the fuck you're doing you're making all these dumbass mistakes that you shouldn't be doing but again it's like you can't expect yourself to know it without going through that's like the i feel like doing stuff like this whether it's music or or podcasting it's like there's no book i mean there's books that people want to say but it's like not everybody's path is the same so whatever you do isn't gonna go the same way man we just hit so many good points today that i'm like fuck bro like this is going to be a hard-ass edit. I'm telling you. <laughs> uh, the last thing I want to ask you is, what do you feel like currently is missing from your life? I feel like I, I let I let other stuff get in the way sometimes of what I should be doing. And I feel like recently, like I said, I, I like, I was talking, like, it being my 24th year, me and my homie talking about Kobe, it's been like that mamba mentality. That's what I've been trying to like approach this year with of being like thinking about Kobe, you know, we all grew up on those times where he was playing and like that Mamba mentality is really like you see that we're all I feel like there's hella players you hear playing basketball right now. All they mention is like that Kobe mindset and like how they get to that level. So I try to apply that to what I'm doing now of being like, you know, I, like I said, enjoying life, we're not gonna not gonna we're not gonna lie. Like we don't go out and we don't bullshit and we do stuff. But it's like at the same time it's not like like when I like prioritizing stuff. It's like when you could, you know, you could, like you said, you said it perfectly. It's like you could go out and maybe you're going to, you know, have fun. You spend probably too much money going out rather than, okay. I've learned, I feel like it's like, I'm going to miss tonight. 
I'm pretty sure I'm not going to miss anything that was that important. Let me go and do this shit that I should be doing. Or let me save this bit of money that I'm like, this should go to a studio, a studio session or a fucking some merch or this could go this could go to something that actually will help me yeah and that's how i think now bro yeah and it, or pick and choose when you go I, out like pick and choose like where you know there's certain events that make sense i'm not gonna lie bro like it it hurts me in a different way to spend money now mm. you know what i'm saying like it doesn't it doesn't hurt because i'm being fucking like broke right that's not why it hurts it hurts because i know that Instead of fucking spending thirty dollars on two shots at the bar, I can fucking put that shit towards a new monitor or some yeah. shit. So that's what I'm saying is like, just like you're saying is like, it's not that it hurts because I don't got it. It hurts because I know that this money could be better used. Bro, fucking two hundred dollar bottle. <laughs> the only reason I bought that bottle, bro, is because of what it represents. It's not. It's not the fact that like. Oh, it's Don Julio 19. Well, yeah, that is. But it represents the fact that, like, we made it to a year, bro. That's what that shit reminds me of. And that's what it's always going to remind me of at this point is, like, we did it. Uh, And and real quick, we kind of mentioned it earlier. I feel like the biggest thing is, like, what you put into this is what you get. Like, if you're going to half-ass it, you're going to get half-ass results. And I feel like you've seen that, like, when you, as you started doing more, putting more energy into it, you're going to receive more. I've seen that with what I'm doing when I put more energy into it. So it's just like, that's when motherfuckers be confused. They're not blowing up. It's like, bro, you doing half-ass shit. The motherfuckers that blow up are doing it. Yeah. But it's just like, you, you, and you see that when you really look at it, you're like, the people that make it are the ones that are hustling. That are, because I would, I tell a bunch of people this, bro, I'm like, bro, there's 15 of you. Whether you do whatever you're doing, there's 15 other versions of you that might have better equipment, that might know more than you about it, that might be doing this certain thing different or better or spe- or just whatever. It's just there's 15 other people trying to do the exact same thing you're doing. It's like that's where it's like the the, the things that separate are how you gonna hustle it, how you gonna do your shit. I'm not gonna lie, that's the only problem you guys got that I don't. Uh, there, there's nobody else doing this shit like me, bro. I, I there, there is. <laughs> There's nobody else doing this shit like me. So, and I'm not, you know, that. Luckily, you were able to find that shit quickly because there's some people that they struggle with finding their niche. Like, you were able to literally walk in the door. Yeah, I, knew, I knew what I wanted to yeah. do, bro. I knew what it was going to be. And I knew, I knew what that conversation was going to be. Did I know that I'd end up interviewing people? No. I, I, <laughs> this shit was literally a conversation yeah. for me to bring my homies on and be like, it wasn't until Vic's like, you should probably start interviewing people. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, shout out Vic. Fuck you, Vic, because you <laughs> you don't let me talk shit to people. But this one day it. when this is big, bro, I'll talk you shit. Uh, fucking Vic's gonna, uh, Vic's, too, Vic's gonna be around, and I'm gonna look at Vic, and he's gonna be he's gonna give me like the <laughs> or the <laughs> that I'm gonna go in. Looking back on the year. You know, like I said, I'm never satisfied. And the only reason this episode was made was to shed light on like, yo, like it's not just let me put out a podcast. Like what you see is like the easy shit. Right. And you all probably only watch like three minutes unless I have a DJ drip on. Right. At the back end, it's me editing for hours. It's me fucking putting my own money into this shit. And eventually it'll pay off. And thank you to everybody that does support. Thank you for those people that do watch for like one second. I mean, a click's a click, right? So to me, it's like, thank you to everybody, but also like, just know it's not it's not one 
one day and it's it, you know? Plus, I was going to tell you, I feel like I've looked at this in music. Like, when you build a catalog or you build all these episodes, the moment shit does go up, now you got a whole bunch of content for people to look at. That's the other part I feel like people don't think about it. It's like you want to build your shit up so that when you have a moment, when you have people that come to check out your shit, they, like, because that's, what is it now? We have such, like, a... Yeah, we want, but I'm saying like we have such like a short attention span. Like people just want, okay, what's next? Like they want to be like, or it's a Netflix thing. You go on Netflix, or you get three seasons of a show all at once, or you get a whole season. It's like people want like to binge. Binging is a thing. So it's like I said, it's like if somebody discovers you now, they got all these episodes to run through. Like I, somebody told me that with like now with my music, I'm like, they if you come for this song or whatever. Now you got all these other shits. You go on my YouTube, you got a bunch of videos to be able to go through. Like, that's also really important to, like, you're building something up so that whenever that moment happens, you're able to, you know, grab people. Because let's say you got two videos. People watch two videos, now they're like, oh, well. yeah, now that's how you lose them. Yeah, now, you, like, you, you create fans by the people that when they you, you catch them, okay, now you got something to keep feeding them. You got something to keep them engaged with. That's that's the biggest thing. And that's what I think about now. It's like, damn, we're at 45. That shit's yeah. fucking crazy, bro. Hell, you gonna be... There's podcasts that are, like, fucking 200, 300. I know, but, like, when you start, you're like, oh, oh damn, I'm at one. <laughs> how, how do people get to 100? Like, that shit builds up quick. But, yeah, man, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it, bro. Uh, like I said, I really wanted to do something special. Damn, should we take another one? Yeah, man, no, to close it out, I appreciate you. Like I've told you since the first um, podcast we did, I appreciate the energy you put, like, you know, the questions. you Like I told you, before we met, I, I've done a lot of different podcasts, interviews, stuff like that. And, you know, you can kind of tell when people are putting that energy, when they really give a fuck about what they're doing. And to see you go about how you're going about it, like the preparation, everything in your notes, that shit means a lot. I probably had it out, being out and about. Not even thinking about it, but salute, sad boys, year. sad Thank boys you, forever, sad boys for salute. real. Uh, okay, that one hurt. All right, guys. Well, thank you. I appreciate everybody watching. Sad boys for real. Make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe, and go get you a bottle of Don Julio 1942. <laughs> These motherfuckers <laughs> better sponsor soon. me, bro. <laughs> thank you, guys. Sad boys for real. Peace out.